The next round of changes are underway. We've got some showers and a couple of rumbles of thunder here and there in the northeast, but it doesn't look uh, too bad on the radar. Severe weather and flash flooding in the central plains again, uh, and lots of scattered showers and thunderstorms around everywhere else east of the Rockies. The southwest is dry, a little precip in the northwest. We'll have all that <coughs> and much more coming up tonight on the Joe and Joe Weather Show. And he's not here yet. So I start on time. So anyway, I started on time. My apologies for last night. Uh, the uh, as I had said right before it happened, <clears throat> we had a uh, a thunderstorm go by, and it must have knocked the internet out because I was down for about <clears throat> a half, wound up being down for about half an hour. But uh, I came back. I think it was maybe about a quarter after eight. But uh, it all, it's all back and everything is working. And uh, Mr. Rayo has now graced us with his presence. It's 7.31 Eastern time. Did you do your hair? Hello. <clears throat> Did you do your hair? Did I do my hair? No, well, no. you were, you were fussing. You were just fussing with your hair. Oh, like this. No, just I, I fell asleep watching the gubernatorial debate. Well, <laughs> what better... What better cure for insomnia? Which uh, the, the the New York State one? Yes. Well, which yes. Uh, are the Democrats or the Republicans? Which one? Uh, the uh, the Democrats. Oh, the, yes. okay. The Democrats. Yes. The Democrats and Democrats and then the Republicans. Yes. Exactly. But, I miss Lynn Samuels. I really do. Mm-hmm. I I loved her. For those of you who don't know, Lynn Samuels was this. As as Bob Grant described her as a screeching hyena. <laughs> I'm not responsible for what some screeching hyena says every day from 4 to 7 p.m. on WABC Radio. <laughs> oh, thank you, for, thank you for that bit blip of audio. It was most appreciated. Um, so anyhow, uh, I was just explaining that uh, the. Uh, I lost the internet last night because just before the show went on, we had a thunderstorm go by. So I guess it must have hit somewhere else in town and, you know, knocked out the uh, the wires over at uh, Drucker's General Store uh, in uh, Pixley. And I was down for about 30 minutes. But so far today, we actually had downpours today into this afternoon and some rumbles of thunder. But nothing's been happening since about 2 or 3 o'clock. Oh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that remains the case. And as the conversation was going on on the chat board, I live in an extremely rural area, okay? I'm in a town that has less than 800 people, and the next town closest to me is 25 miles away. Uh, So there's no financial incentives for companies to come this far to service a very small population. That's just the way it is. But... Right. Uh, um, but on the other hand, <clears throat> we have a wonderful electric company, which is part of the, it's a co-op, and it's part of the Tennessee Valley Authority uh, hydroelectric power system. So my electricity is so cheap, it's ridiculous. And uh, they are actually wiring for, they're, they've wired part of this area for broadband. Uh, and now they, 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 they did mine. They they brought the wires down my, my dirt road. They have the wires up to my house and I just have to wait to ske- for them to call me to schedule an install. That's that's it. 
So once that happens, uh, should be finally off this uh, this cable system that I'm on, that I use the internet on. Uh, anyway, that's the uh, that's the long story. Uh, how was your day? Boring. Well, boring is good. There's not much. There's not much to say when one is. When, well, I don't have to tell you, but when one is retired, I mean, you, you tend to certain things, and uh, that, that, that the day pretty much went very quickly. So it started out this morning. They, they're, they're in the process. Where they, uh, they did fix my leak in my linen closet. Oh, that's now, right. Yes. So, but we still have to now figure out how to fix the sheetrock. They had to break through the sheetrock to get to the leak. Now I have to get somebody to come in. Here I was going to say you need a, a you need to get a sheetrock specialist in order to come in. Yeah. He has to give you a diagnosis yeah. and then an estimate, and then the estimate will make your eyes fall out of your head. Uh, but it's one of it's those a holy sheet. Yes, exactly, yeah. uh, exactly. Uh, Steve Lapointe hit super chat. Thank you, Steve, for doing that, hitting it early. Also, uh, Doug Wetzel <clears throat> uh, on the chat board. His mom uh, had a stroke. Uh, we're very sad to hear that, and we wish you, uh, we wish your mom speedy recovery and all the best to you uh, and uh, to your family. Uh, tough times, you know, but uh, stuff like that happens, comes out of the blue, it's like lightning, and then you're sort of in a, you know, kind of a state of shock for a while 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 you're processing it. Right. Uh, there's no. I, I I never know what the right or wrong thing to say is in a situation like that. So sometimes I just keep my mouth, mouth shut. Uh, but not this time and other times. So again, uh, speedy recovery uh, to you and uh, to to your mom and uh, best wishes to your family. And yes, David Schwartz, it does. It, I do live in Hooterville. Okay, I do. Uh, <clears throat> actually, I, I have to tell you, it's nice. It's a small town. There's no stress. It's a four-way stop sign. It's about all the traffic that I have if there's a car in front of me. That's it. But, so, but are are there lots of curves? You bet, and even more when you get to the junction. Well, yeah. Uh, the, well, the mountain roads here are I, they're they're just gorgeous. They're gorgeous drives. I mean, the scenery is just insane. How beautiful it is, um, and it's very relaxed. And you know, I kind of like it that way. So, but you don't have a, but you don't have anybody like Linda K. Henning or Meredith McRae. No, no, I guess I don't. You know, oh. uh, not that I've seen anyway. Uh, but lots of nice people here, and uh, a lot of people our age uh, have come up here to retire, and uh, many of them have homes here and homes in Florida, and they go back and forth. So when it gets too hot in Florida, they come up here. So. Uh, and I'm here uh, because my, if you're asked, wondering why I'm in Northeast Georgia, it's because my, my, I, I have family uh, less than two hours away, so uh, in uh, outside of Atlanta, and that's where I wanted to be, so that's where I went. Okay, so uh, still a little bit confused about the weekend now for Sunday in particular because the, there's a you know, the models today are kind of going back to this low just offshore with the northeast wind, and I don't know what to make of it yet. Uh, in the meantime, it does look like uh, we have um, uh, 
the showers that are around this evening and for the first part of tonight, they don't really look especially threatening. Um, I don't even think I saw a thunderstorm in there on the radar. There might be a couple of heavier downpours. But tomorrow night into Thursday morning, with that developing low, uh, there's probably going to be a good head of steam with it in terms of rain that'll move through uh, tomorrow night into Thursday morning. I'm thinking some places are going to wind up with a couple of inches uh, before the low pulls out. It's not often you see a, a, a low get down into the almost to a 990 low this time of year in upstate New York, but that's what we got. Yeah, this thing is going to go right across New York State from southwest to northeast. And probably uh, the worst time, I guess, would be probably between midnight and dawn on uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. That's when this thing will be really coming across like a like a head of steam, as you mentioned, Joe. And then it goes right up into northern New England and puts us in a rather gusty northwesterly flow. Not often that in the month of June you get a, a gusty northwest wind, but we may very well see that when we get into uh, the late night hours of Thursday night into early Friday. And then Friday looks like a very nice day and take advantage of it because, again, we do have some question marks. Uh, the weekend may try to be somewhat problematic as we move into uh, especially Saturday. Yes. Okay. So uh, everybody's paying $5 a gallon for gasoline. Okay. End of conversation. So no more politics on the board, please. Thank you very much. Uh, so anyhow, let's um, let's rock and roll uh, and uh, take a look at what's going on. We shall start uh, tonight with uh, ye satellite view of the uh, of the uh, U.S. And uh, you can actually pick this out pretty well, Joe. There's the lead system that is coming through. And it's fairly well defined. If you look on the satellite, there's a nice little twist there in southeastern Canada. However, it's up in southeastern Canada, so that really is where all the energy is, 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 and that's why the showers that we're seeing tonight are not really doing very much. Uh, but uh, to the southwest uh, in uh, the lower Mississippi Valley, there's another short wave that is moving through, and you can tell it's a short wave because it's got this sort of swirl look to it, and that's moving to the east, and, and that's going to make the, uh, the turn up, uh, up uh, the seaboard uh, tomorrow inland. And that is going to, as I, as I said, get, gain a head of steam and, and produce some heavy rains uh, later to, uh, tomorrow, uh, for tomorrow night into Thursday morning. And if you notice to the west, there's another shortwave trough that's moving uh, into the northern plains. There's another system that's moving into the Pacific Northwest. So we basically have this parade of systems that, are, that's, that, that they're marching across. And as a result, it can't, it can't get hot. It just it just simply cannot get hot. No, in fact, uh, it looks like the hottest weather. And boy, I tell you, we we escaped the southwestern states, my wife and I, because the, the the weather now out there across the southwest into the uh, deep south, it is just excruciatingly excruciatingly hot, with temperatures triple digits uh, above 100 degrees. And yet, well, meanwhile, here in the northeastern United States, uh, Joe, as I said, we've got northwest winds that'll be blowing in here, both at the surface and aloft for the end of the week on Friday, and uh, looking long range. I mean, my goodness, I did a double take when I saw this. Well, not this w weekend, but the following weekend, Father's Day weekend. They, we, I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable. They have a wind 
It looks like it's coming straight on down from the polar region. Yes. Across New York State for uh, for the following weekend, and very dry, by the way. So uh, it is it is an anomalous. I mean, if if you're thinking about extreme heat, at least in this section of the country, that doesn't look like it's going to be happening anytime soon. It looks like this is going to be, um, may I say, one of those Garden of Eden type months because you know it's June and. You know, you associate very warm or humid weather with the month of June sometimes. I don't see that. I don't see that at all. Uh, it looks like, in fact, um, a, a cooler than normal airflow when we get into, uh, we'll be getting later on in the week into Friday and into on into next week and especially the following weekend. Yeah, there are people that are fans of the heat and humidity. I've, I never quite understood why, but uh yeah, there's no outside of the odd day here and there in between weather fronts where you could theoretically maybe warm up if you've got the right setup. Uh, and, and we've seen that happen a couple of times already. Uh, other than that, um, there's just no way to get any kind of prolonged heat anytime soon uh, in a pattern like this. Uh, looking around, as Joe, Joe mentioned, uh, been hot in in uh, from Texas on westward. I've got some friends down in San Antonio, Antonio, where it's been o over 100 degrees every day for the last uh, four or five days. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, we've got severe thunderstorm watches up in eastern Colorado, northeastern New Mexico, a couple of counties in northwest Texas. Uh, much of uh, can if you draw a line from the northeast to the southwest corner of Kansas, from there north and west. And southern Nebraska, the southern half of Nebraska, all under a severe thunderstorm watch. And we have a few flash flood watches in southeastern Kansas that are up. Uh, excessive heat in the interior of uh, central, southern and central California uh, being indicated. Uh, an excessive heat watch, uh, which means that uh, if uh, we may get excessive heat, so we'll watch it. Uh, hopefully from a cool yeah. place. I never understood that. You know, I saw something the other day. I made, I, 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 I nearly fell out of my chair, Joe. I got to come back full screen for this. So, you know, you and I, and 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 a few a few other people that I know, there are so many ridiculous. It, there, there are so many different kinds of advisories and warnings, et cetera, et cetera, and some of them are a little bit ridiculous. I understand to an extent why they do, but I always made fun of the low water advisory. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. But this one was a new one on the hazardous weather outlook last weekend. They had, I wish I wrote down how it was worded. Uh, it was basically a, um, do not, do not uh, go swimming in the ocean because the water is too cold advisory. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. They had they had something to that effect that uh, and and they had a you know like a four let three or four letter you know phrase uh, the something 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 advisory uh, and it was and it was about don't go in the water because the water temperatures are cold and you could get you know uh, <clears throat> you could have issue you could get hypothermia. Now I under I I, I get the seriousness of it. But my God, are we starting to get to the point where we're warning people about hangnails? I mean, really, it's just, it's just I, if I see it again, I'm going to make a point of writing it down because it was so it was just one of those ridiculous things uh, that I saw. You know, it, it, 
I've I've seen like special weather statements telling you, you know, that if you do go into the water, there could be a uh, a thermal shock to your body because the temperatures are still not quite there yet. Right. Um, but you know, you, you're right. You're right. It's it's getting to that point where yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these fine days we saw something like a a hangnail advisory uh, posted. It's kind of like. It's kind of like you, you, it's a, the, an analogy would be baseball, where you, you had back in the day, you'd have baseball players who would play through anything. Yes. Like Lou Gehrig, you know, you'd play through a broken bone or something like that. And now you've got these players, after five innings, I've got to come out of the game because I've got a, I've got a, 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 a hamstring pull. I, I feel a little bit achy or whatever like that. All right, we'll take you out or whatever. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, you know, you're being advised – about every little thing nowadays. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. It's the world we live in, and we can't change it, so let's just go to the radar and be satisfied with that. And here it is tonight, our National Weather Service radar uh, covering the entire nation from coast to coast and border to border. Uh, we've got uh, mostly bands of, of rain showers here moving through. I don't. I, there might be a couple of very, very... If you want to call them minor thunderstorms, uh, maybe here on I-90, where 90 and 91 intersect um, in uh, in Massachusetts. It looks like some heavy downpours there. Uh, there's some heavier downpours off the New Jersey coast. There's some lighter rains uh, further west. And then in upstate New York, we're seeing uh, some light rain, maybe the occasional moderate rain. And in western Pennsylvania, there's where we see what looks like a, a, a line of showers and thunderstorms uh, that has developed uh, moving eastward, but uh, that's not going to survive the trip uh, as it does so. In the meantime, uh, well, at least down here in North Georgia, there's nothing at the moment, but I got stuff to my northwest that'll be going by to my north. And there's this complex that's coming out of Alabama into northwestern Georgia is, that's moving east. That's, that's going to get to me eventually. So hopefully I'll have enough time after the show is over to take the dog out for a walk. Well, actually, he sort of walks himself now because I put this runner outside from the porch to one of the trees. So I just tie him to that, and then I sit on the stoop because I can't walk with my, uh, I can't walk him because he'll 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 basically pull me down, and I'll be back in the hospital. Uh, but you can see the little curl there in western Mississippi. That's that second short wave that is plodding along, and then you have the next, the other short wave in the northern plains. And that's producing the showers and thunderstorms uh, from Nebraska on down into Colorado. We've got a few severe thunderstorm warnings uh, that are up here, and including just one uh, tornado warning, looks like, uh, that has gone up in uh, northeastern Colorado on the last few frames. Uh, but there's about half a dozen of these severe thunderstorm warnings. And that's where the Storm Prediction Center has uh, a risk uh, for today, enhanced risk. Uh, in that northwest corner of uh, northeast corner of Colorado and uh, southern Nebraska, northern Kansas, enhanced uh, slight risk, pretty large area of slight risk, and then a separate area in uh, eastern Arkansas, western Tennessee, western Mississippi for that little lead shortwave that continues to move on through. And with respect to tornado risk tonight, there is a 5% tornado risk in the enhanced zone, a 30% uh, risk of the of winds of 50, 50 knots or higher, actually in the hatched area you see there, uh, there is a 10%, at least a 10% risk of wind gusts to 65. 
and uh, a pretty good shot of up to 30% probability of at, of hail of of two inches in diameter. So, wow, that's the size of about a tennis ball. That's got to be kind of cool right. to see. Um, so that's uh, for today. Now tomorrow. The Storm Prediction Center has a, the northern edge of marginal risk touching southern New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North South Carolina, uh, and into uh, down the Appalachians. It becomes a slight risk in northwest Georgia across uh, uh, Alabama, northern Mississippi into Arkansas, then sort of arcs back around to the Ohio Valley. Uh, there's no severe weather risk north of that line from southern New Jersey uh, to southwest PA, just general thunderstorms being indicated. And on day three, which is for Thursday, now this is there's going to be some leftover uh, precip Thursday morning in southern and southeastern New England. So that's why they have the general thunderstorm activity uh, set up early. This is not for the whole day. This is just during for the morning hours with the slight risk uh, that's back over in Kansas. Uh, that's that's. You know, with, with the way weather systems have been moving, or for that matter, not moving, uh, the areas that have been getting severe re- weather risk have been getting it day after day after day. And that's kind of been the case here in the uh, in the plains. Day four has risk from Arkansas to Mississippi into Alabama. And day four is the period from uh, Friday uh, into Saturday. Rainfall, WPC, the Weather Prediction Center folks, uh, with uh, still indicating every bit of at least an inch and a half to maybe two in, two plus inches. Uh, now, again, this covers two events. Uh, this starts at 8 o'clock tonight. Well, so we're pretty much really not going to see much more from what we have here, uh, Eastern PA to Southern New England, because most of it's on the light side. But for Wednesday night and Thursday and then for Saturday, so if you combine the two, you're looking at uh, an inch and a half to some areas in southeastern New England getting up to th- uh, two to three inches of liquid. And then we've got some rains from Florida northwest through the eastern Gulf states into the middle Mississippi Valley and black back into Kansas and Nebraska. Uh, precip also a bit lighter, though, up in the northern plains uh, and then extending on up uh, into the Pacific Northwest where it picks up again and the southwest is bone dry. It's I'm quite a, frankly uh, surprised that we don't have any potential for severe weather right here in parts of Pennsylvania, New York State. I would tomorrow have night into early Thursday. Yeah, I would have thought that maybe they would have pushed the marginal risk up for tomorrow night. Maybe they'll do that tomorrow because I was a little surprised to see how they laid out the marginal risk today. It's a pretty large area, and they got it up to southern New Jersey. I, you might make the case that the um, there's not going to, you know, how much daytime. It, it's really more about the short wave than it is about daytime heating ahead of it. So you right. could you could say that um, you could say that because it's coming through at night, it's not going to have it's not going to have that factor to work work on. There's also a bit of a warm front that's uh, that's setting up just to our south, so that might be also a reason why they left it out but i i was a little i also was a little bit surprised especially given the fact Joe, that's a pretty wrapped up surface low that goes into western new york uh and, and western pa and then into western new york there's a i mean it's a 998 low with a bunch of isobars around it you don't see that too often this time of year and by the way i guarantee you if that were if that were in the daytime if that were something in the daytime we would probably have tornado watches up all over the place with something like this 
Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, just looking at that, you'd figure that they're just on the forcing alone, the atmospheric forcing, that there would be some kind of, uh, if if not if not severe, at least maybe marginal, you know, as you just mentioned. But uh, no, but you know what? It's still a day away or, or 36 hours away, and they could certainly change things between now and then. Uh, tomorrow might be a different story as to what the forecaster. Uh, uh, may see, so we'll 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 take a look at that, and uh, yeah, I, regardless, there's going to be uh, to uh, to echo uh, what Lindy says on the chat board. That's a lot of rain everywhere. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be the case tomorrow night. Oh yeah, there's probably going to be somebody that's going to wind up getting about a couple of inches out of it. I don't I don't I don't have any doubt of that. You see those clusters of thunderstorms coming out of uh, Nebraska and Kansas tonight. Uh, this is. Uh, I've got the uh, the new 18Z GFS, so this is at uh, 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. Uh, it starts to push eastward, uh, and here you see that low just organizing uh, and lifting up to the northeast with that arm of uh, heavy rain. It's very fast, though. I mean, it comes in, you know, most, most of the day side tomorrow, I don't think there's going to be too much happening tomorrow during the day at all. Uh, might get the sun to come out a little bit for, for, a, for a time anyway. And then uh, tomorrow night, you get this arm of rain that comes up for about six hours. Uh, there's some leftover rain around in the morning, but then it's gone after that. Uh, it's dry on Friday. And here comes the next disturbance. And, and, and there's, a, there's a similarity to all of this, Joe, in this sort of fast progressive flow from west to east. Uh, as, they, as they march along, they all seem to be playing out the same way. This one now... Uh, two runs in a row where we're back to this idea where we're going to get uh, a low that's going to take a little bit more of a southern track and go just offshore. I mean, not a whole lot of rain here is being produced, uh, but uh, it does bring some in on Saturday. It's a little slower. Now it brings it on Saturday, and then it's gone. And what's happening is the upper trough, you've got one piece that's going out ahead, then the upper trough comes in for Sunday. Uh, with some showers and maybe a thunderstorm when that goes by late Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. Right. And uh, I said that, and I mentioned that yesterday. Yes. I, th I said that there may be, I th th thought there may be some an enough instability to throw in or warrant the mention of showers even on Sunday. Even though Sunday, of the two days, it looks like uh, the wetter of the two will be Saturday. And then Sunday... What do you think now for the Belmont? Do you think there may be it may be Mudder's Day on uh, on Saturday? No, you or? know what? They have a way of drying that track out. They press it down pretty quick. I imagine that by race time, it'll probably be no worse than a good track. And you know, depending on whether the sun comes out, it could even wind up being a, a sort of a wet, fast track. Uh, my prediction, yeah. though, on the turf races is that the turf will be probably uh, yielding or possibly even soft. So uh, there, there's a lot of stake races. It's, I mean, it's all stake races all day long at uh, Belmont on Saturday. So even the turf races, they're probably going to leave them on the grass uh, rather than take them off the turf. And uh, I don't know. The Sunday thing, the upper trough looks looks a little, you know, pretty solid. I'm wondering whether there might be some thunderstorms late Sunday afternoon or evening, maybe more than just a scattered shower or a thunderstorm. Then that goes out. And looking down the longer term, I mean, it's it's more of the same nonsense. High goes out, next cold front comes through. It looks a little drier next week, and that's one one plus side in that 
Uh, if this northwest flow, the way the upper air is setting up, you'll get the occasional cold front, but it's coming down from the northwest, so it doesn't have a whole lot to work on. So we might not get all that much rain. And yes, by the way, I'm just noticing here on the 234 hour, which is in day nine, that is snow that is showing up uh, near uh, near James Bay or just south of James Bay. You'll see it there on the map. There's this little patch of blue there. But that that's the upper air is not it's not warm by any stretch of the imagination. It's actually, as you said, it's 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 anonymous uh, uh, an, uh, anonymously a, a, a lot. What's the word, Joe? I can't. I'm having trouble pronouncing it. Anomalous. Anomalously uh, uh, chilly for this time of year. Or cool. as. uh, Yeah, that'd be the easy way to say. The penguin. Remember the penguin? (laughs) No, that's the frog. Yes, I remember the penguin. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm talking about the cigarette. Was that cool? With, with the, with the oh, K, oh okay. I thought you were going like, the bat down the Batman road. Uh, here's oh, your no, here, no, no. here's your upper air. Yes, uh, the upper air. Well, Burgess, let me let me just let me just say quickly. Burgess Meredith once did an interview, and he said, "I've done Shakespeare. I've done all forms of acting. I've been nominated for all kinds of awards. But when I die, what will be the thing that I'll be most remembered for?" Then he paused and he went. Ah, 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 ah. Exactly. Ah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> hey. But I think that was before. I think it was before he became Mickey in his in the Rocky movies. I think he'll be remembered more for that than mm-hmm. than for the Penguin. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there was the. Uh, he was really good in uh, with Lon Chaney Jr. in Of Mice and Men. Back, I think. I think it's a. Uh, the movie was back in 1939. 30, yeah. 39 or 40 uh very good in that in that particular movie um anyway uh here's your sharp trough for sunday uh, i'm sorry this is the one for wednesday night thursday that goes negatively tilted then that goes out and then you got another arm that drops down and then that comes almost right overhead for sunday not for sunday evening and then that goes out and you get a little bit of a ridge for about a day or so Along about Wednesday into Thursday of next week. And of course, the circle of death is not taking me beyond 192 hours yet. Um, let's see if I can get to it now. Uh, but now, then that flattens out because there's another trough. Uh, and that's pretty st- strong here. This is, now we're at th- June 16th. I mean, look at this flow. It's coming down from... From northern Canada right down into the Great Lakes and eventually into the Northeast. I mean, that's that's what I said before. Yeah, I, I mean, when when, do you, when was the last time you saw that in June? Well, anytime during the summertime. I know it's not officially summertime yet by even by then, but I mean, my goodness, it's a month. It, it's about a month. It's about a month behind. If this were if this were May seventh, and we were looking at this for mid-May, we'd say, okay, well, that doesn't seem too unusual. But, uh, you know, this is our start to see early June and these westerlies are supposed to weaken, but apparently they're not doing it. And I wonder whether that has to do with the fact that my understanding is that the uh, the ice, the um, the Arctic ice has been very, very slow to go away uh, this spring. Uh, it's 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 well above. I think it's at its highest level in about 10 years or something. Uh, but. Maybe that's having some some impact here, but look at all that troughing that comes into the east, 
right through the long term. I mean, eventually, toward the very end of the forecast period, uh, you, know, you get the sort of ridge in the in, in, in the Gulf states, but you still have this northwest flow and higher than normal pressures up in the North Atlantic arced over Greenland. Uh, by no means does it get hot in a pattern like this, unless you're down further south. Like if you're down, say, in, in, in the southeast and particularly in the Gulf states with a ridge like this, assuming it verifies uh, out past day 10, okay, those areas will be, but uh, the northeast and the northern mid-Atlantic states are going to be, you know, the northern mid-Atlantic states, the southern end of that, it's going to be right on the line. And everybody else north and east of that will see temperatures near or even below average for this time of year. So it's a, it's a bit of an unusual pattern. The other thing I would point out with respect to the tropics, and I'm not going to look at the surface because I don't care whether it spins up something or not because it, it's sort of meaningless at this point. But I will say, Joe, that um, pressures across the Caribbean and down in the Gulf of Mexico are normal to maybe a little bit below normal. So it's possible that something might come out of there uh, in the next uh, sometime in the next uh, two weeks, not anytime soon, but sometime in the next couple of weeks, maybe we might see something spin up again in the uh, in the Caribbean or in the Southwest Gulf. But uh, given the conditions of the lower than normal pressures there, but with with the kind of pattern that we have set up to, along the East Coast, there's no way any of that's going to come up here anyway. So uh, it, it's not going to be a threat. And if there is a big ridge across the South, it won't even be a threat with the Gulf states, it'll probably wind up going into Central America and then coming out the other side on the Pacific. 48 hours, uh, though, not just for the Atlantic Basin, but even for the uh, Eastern Pacific is quiet. And I think even for the Central Pacific, it's quiet for the next 48 hours. There's, they're really in the tropics. There's really not much to, not much to write home about for, uh, for the next couple of days. And as you just said, maybe not for another week or so. So... Uh, I, I like this pattern. I don't like the fact that we have to deal with all the rain coming up because that means that my lawn is going to be soaked again. It means I probably won't be able to do anything with it until Friday. But uh, still, I, it's, it's, it's a nice, I mean, I'm not looking at, and I'm, you know, I, I, I know you mentioned, you know, people who enjoy hot weather, but at least we don't have to worry about uh, any protracted heat wave or any potential real stormy weather or rainy weather. I mean, it's, 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 it can, all things considered, it's a, it's a good pattern to be in right now for the next uh, uh, one to two weeks. Agreed. All right, let's do a little uh, Briller, a little bit of Briller Jeopardy. Uh, Mr. Briller, the chairman, is uh, out doing uh, COVID runs, and uh, we hope he stays safe and hope his mom's doing well. Uh, and this is for everybody, so chat board can participate and Having only seen these movies once, I am no um, uh, expert on these, Joe. I don't know if you are, but uh, the category tonight is back, the trilogy Back to the Future. Okay. Izzy uh, D, thank you for hitting Super Chat. So, back to the Future. Back to the Future. Three-part three, three trilogy here. Yes. So what does Doc's license plate say on his DeLorean? Oh my God! I'm not that much of an expert on this on this trilogy. Well, let's see if the chat board yeah. let's see if the chat board can get this. Uh, so uh, is there is there is there a, a multiple choice or? Um, no. Uh, 
what does it what does it say on the uh, license plate on the uh, DeLorean? And I know there's a you couldn't ask me the, you couldn't ask me an easy question like what's the name of his dog? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't even know if that's that might be on the other the list of questions. So, uh, so anyway, I'm just waiting for the chat board to kind of catch up here uh, with respect to that. So the question again is, what does Doc's license plate say on his DeLorean? And I have I have no idea. When I looked at the questions, I said I can't answer any of this stuff because, as I said, I've seen I've seen the movies. I've seen them once. Uh, so there's it's not that many movies that I I I've seen many movies over and over and over again. Some of them dozens of times, but they're they're not many of those. Okay, I just I don't I don't cheat usually on these. Uh... On these Brillo Jeopardy questions. I mean, if I don't know the answer, I just come right out and say I know the answer. But I just Google. Well, Taco, hold on, hold on. Taco Cat's got the right answer. Out of time. Out of time time is the correct answer. Uh, That is our first question for tonight. The next one is, uh, what phrase does Doc repeat throughout the trilogy? What phrase does the Doc repeat throughout the trilogy? And I think it's a phrase that I've heard on other sh- on, on another show. Um, I just I'm thinking I'm thinking it was Batman. One of the characters would utter this phrase. I believe, I believe. Well, I know that I know that uh, Michael J. Fox says. You know, heavy and 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 Doc doesn't understand what that means. Right. And in fact, what does that mean? Is gravity going to be greater in the future or whatever? Um, well, well, Scott uh, Scott Leary and Christina Pedia have gotten the answer. A great Scott. Great and I, Scott. And well, yeah. I, I was thinking, what well, didn't didn't Commissioner Gordon used to say that on Batman? Somebody did. I I, I maybe I'm wrong. Uh, what was the name of Marty's band? The name of Marty's band. Oh. <laughs> These are good trivia questions because I, I, I've seen those movies uh, more than a few times. I've never taken note of any of these things. Um, Marty's band. I don't know. Marty's band, folks. And let's see. We're waiting. Drucker, Drucker, Haney, and Drucker, no. Haney, and Gotti. And, and no and and Kimball. And Kimball. And Mr. Kimball. Uh, while we're waiting for these, uh, the answer to this particular question, Joe, uh, can you uh, review the Super Chat hits that we've just received? We have one from Leon Probitsky. I'm trying to figure out what that is. It looks like somebody... Yawning. Uh, and I can see a Yeah, somebody's yawning. With a lot of hair. And Birder Lady. Thank you, Birder Lady. Who wants us all to know that there's going to be a special... Talk and Burner Lady had mentioned is this going to be a Zoom talk available on Zoom that anybody could hook up to uh, on June 15th um, about climate change and its uh, and its uh, effects on the on New Jersey's environment. Um, and Izzy D also says, Joe Rayo, come say hi. I'm not too far from you. I'm about a three minute drive from Rockland Community College. Well, next time I'm in the vicinity of Rockland Community, I'll, I might just uh, do that, Izzy. Um, and I'm trying to find, well, Izzy, 
as I mentioned, uh, Izzy D also on Super Chat, and that's about it. I think it's Izzy D, Birder Lady, and uh, our dear friend, Mr. Probitsky, who hit Super Chats to this moment in time. And the answer to the question, since no one seems to uh, have it, is Pinheads. The Pinheads. Who was the mayor in the 1980, in 1985? Who was the mayor in 1985? Uh, in in the uh, in Back to the Future. Yes. I know. I know that. I know that he was. What was he in in 1955? He was. He was somebody. Was he like the uh, the guy in the uh, in the uh, who who worked in the uh, general store or whatever? And he 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 made a prediction. He said someday I'm gonna I'm gonna run for mayor in this town, and they they didn't. Whoever was didn't believe it, and he became the mayor. But I don't remember. Well, his name is no, it's not D- Dink. Somebody put up Dinkins. No, uh, his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about Bob Christina Pedia gets the correct answer again. Goldie Brown is the correct answer. What's so- I'm going to run through these real quick, okay? Because uh, uh, there's just a few more questions and we may just I may just stop it here in the middle of it and save the rest for tomorrow um what song did Marty and his band play for the audition for the uh, play for the dance audition what was the song that he played uh, for the dance audition it was like he he played it or his band played it for like 10 seconds and they immediately the ball-headed guy who was the uh who was on the uh Full staff immediately like said, "Get out of here." They, they didn't like it. Tara Harmonja wants to know if you go through a black hole, is that the equivalent to time travel? I don't know. I've heard, I've seen some science fiction movies that say if you go faster than the speed of light, you go backwards in time. If there's something ridiculous like that, I have to get you that book from that's the CCNY astronomy uh, professor uh, Joe. Um, uh, it's called the God Equation, and it gets into all of that. It gets into wormholes and black holes and and uh, multi universes and uh, eleven dimensions, and and it's it, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Is that Miku Kaku? I I don't know. I don't remember the name of the author. It's sitting on all my right. on my bedstand. It's a, it's a short it's it's not a it's not a bit it's it's a it's a relatively short e- and an easy read but it's called the God Equation. Um, I I, I, I saw it in, him on uh, the Book Channel one night, which is something, you know, I occasionally when there's absolutely nothing on, which is most of the time, I'll go to the Book Channel and that and he happened to be there and he and he caught my attention. Uh, so because um, uh, I've never I I actually bought the book, which is something I've never done uh, off of. Uh, uh, off of uh, off of the uh, off of Amazon by watching him on the book channel. What did the, what song did Marty and his band play for the dance audition? The answer is the power of love. Okay. Now there's four more. Que- there's five more questions. I'm going to save these for tomorrow because um, I got to get the dog walked and uh, then get myself ready that for. Was the theme, that was the theme, but that was the theme of uh, of, of maybe all three. Um, Maybe all three Back to the Futures, the power of love, and but the, as I said, the head the head guy, the head, the head judge, 
called the stop after playing after like five or ten seconds, saying they're too damn loud. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Well, look. Anyway, let's wrap it up here uh, at uh, 8:15 Eastern time. Thanks very much for being here. Thanks to those of you who hit super chat tonight. Thank you. Most appreciated. Uh, as uh, as always, Kara uh, Harmon. The book channel is part of uh, C-SPAN. So uh, if you have C-SPAN, you probably have the book channel. If you don't, I would call my my cable provider and demand that they put the book channel. Um, the book channel on and yes miss Fallerite, if if you ever make it down to georgia we'll definitely share a well i can't have wine right now with the way my stomach is but you can have the wine and you know i'll drink something else <laughs> probably just weiss water or something okay uh we will uh see you tomorrow at 7 30 eastern nighty night everybody good night folks <laughs>